into the contest. It's Friday the 11th of March. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. Now, you need to take that mouth guard out, Shane. I know the footy's back, but you've got to take your shoulder pads off and your mouth guard out, mate. It's very hard to eat your wheat bix with your mouth guard in, that's for sure. And, um, but no, I'm so excited for the footy season starting. Then the AFL obviously kicks off next week, Timmy, so I'm really looking forward to that. I've mentioned it a few times, but I'm going to be strapping myself in for the Swans versus GWS, and hopefully Buddy can kick his five to get us to 1,000. But look, plenty of sport, mate, and it just feels like the sun's out today. The rain is gone, hopefully. Footy season starting, so I'm pretty. I'm a pretty happy man. Yeah, it's Friday, and that means we'll be joined by Brisbane comedian Shad Wicker, and also Melbourne comedian Luca Muller. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great-tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey, blending unique aromas and flavors offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back. Shane, this new man-cad rule, uh, i tell you what, that's come from out of the blue and, and, and guys like Stuart Broad and others are saying, well, I'm still not going to do it. Yeah, and rightly so. What, what they've tried to do is really take out any sort of interpretation around it, whether it's fair play or not. So they've now made the law very clear that man-cad is within the rules. Um, so you're allowed to do it if you want. But I think a lot of guys, including guys like Broad, are saying, you know, it's just a cheap way to get a wicket. It doesn't feel right. Um Sure, the guys can't be cheating and, and taking off too early for, for singles, but, you know, it, to me, you don't want to be man-catting. It's just a poor look, and it's, uh, it's a real indictment on the game, I think. Yeah, and you just really want to do those warnings. I know it's more sort of crystallised now because of the short form of the game and guys are trying to back up quickly, but those warnings would pretty much do the job, wouldn't they? Look, I think so, and uh, I did it a few times when I was bowling, and if I thought they were sort of trying to sneak off, you just say to them, hey, guys, come on, fair's fair. You just stop once. But you don't try and take the bales off. I don't think so, but uh, I'm sure someone will. Now it's now it's in the rules, and uh, it's going to be a brave man or or woman woman to do it the first time. I reckon. Coming up on afternoon sport, it is Brisbane comedian Chad Wicker. Love a Friday, Shad Wicker time, ladies and gentlemen, Brisbane comedian. I know, aren't you in Adelaide, Shadster? Mate, down in Adelaide doing some shows at the moment. So if we've got any uh, people down in Adelaide keen to go and catch a show, make sure you check out Shad and Pete Save the World and make sure it's not a drunk 40th birthday, which is what we had to deal with last night. Oh, <laughs> no. Hey, Shad, Shad, the footy season started, mate. How good was last night? Mate, last night was impressive, wasn't it? I, how how uh, many years in a row has it been that the premiers have basically started off with an absolute flyer every single mm-hmm. season. I'm a bit concerned as well. Panthers just seem to keep finding these outside backs out of nowhere. And that's 18 wins at home for them. Obviously, they were all over the place last year like all the other teams. But if you look at it, 18 straight wins at, at their home ground. 
Yeah, crazy stuff. I mean, it's going to be tough to get over the top of him. And let's not forget, Cleary wasn't even playing and it didn't even look like it was a problem. I think Manly have a big issue, though, which is the same issue we spoke about last year, and that is if it's not through Turbo, it's not going to happen. And last night it just seemed like Panthers just completely dedicated themselves to shutting him down and we said, hey, how about you beat us with someone else? And they did no answers. Manly, Manly looked really slow, didn't they? Um, they looked flat. They looked, they looked tired. I, I know... Like they, they started slow last year, but that was without Turbo. But last yeah, last night they just seemed they were really slow and lacked any real impetus. Mate, it's a bit concerning that they have no other style of play. Yeah. Like that's the worry. I mean, one of the things I love at the beginning of the season as well is like people have learnt new plays over the off season. They're doing like, you know, inside inside mm. runs, a couple of dummies and that. And that's what the Panthers looked like for the whole first half. They were just doing you know, training run after training run of these outside back plays within the 20. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think Manly's got a lot of stuff to sort out if they're going to get anywhere near what they were doing last year. Yeah, but we'll we'll pause on uh, asking for Dez's head because last year, after the first few rounds, everyone's going, oh, Dez is gone, Dez is gone, and they really gave the competition a tilt at the end. Now, one of the coaches in a real hot seat at the moment is Kevin Walters at Brisbane. Of course, this game tonight against South Sydney, they won't have Adam Reynolds as part of their arsenal, but there's drama, as there always is or always seems to be these days at the Broncos, about nepotism. Oh, yeah. I mean, Billy Walters is going to be... <laughs> Starting in the halves, I think it's more of a case of um, who else are you going to pick? Um, they've given – it's the same problem that they had all last year. And, I mean, not having Reynolds there doesn't change the fact that they still didn't really seem to have an idea who was going to be in that 5 eighth jumper, or at least we had no idea because they've tried several different uh, combinations that didn't work too well in the trials. I think that the funny thing about <laughs> Billy Walters being in the starting halves this week is that when he was signed by the Broncos, Kevy was making jokes with the players around the paddock about rumours of Billy becoming captain. <laughs> and it's almost like all of these jokes from early in the year are now looking a bit weird on paper. Mm. And you've got Billy running out in six this weekend. <laughs> can, he, can he play, Shad? I think he can. I think, but but I mean, the fact is, I mean, I'm not going to like, don't want to badmouth him too much, but he is he's 28 years old, and this is the most we've heard his name really. Yeah. Um, in a starting jumper, and I think that probably says enough. Well, but. But in his defence, he has played first grade before with other coaches picking him. So it's not like he's been brought in from Ipswich or Goodner or so. Look, he may just inside yeah. word from being at the Broncos mm. and actually talking to Kevin. Um, Billy mm. is far down the list when it comes to their halves pairings. Anyway, I think this is more born out of necessity. With that said, if they do something amazing mm. against South this weekend, I think that that spot next to Reynolds is well and truly up for grabs. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see a couple of chopping changes because I can't imagine Albert Kelly staying there either. No. So uh, Ezra Mam, I think, is the person they want to kind of step up and be the person to sit in those halves. Yeah, he had a couple of games for the Melbourne Storm back in 2019, 10 for the West Tigers. So, yeah, look, um, he, he's, he came to the scene a few years ago with with promise. It'll be interesting to see how he does go tonight. That's going to be a cracking game of footy. What do you reckon about uh, Ricky's Raiders and the Sharks? Mate, I've told you when we did the predictions earlier in the mm-hmm. year, I think the Raiders are going to be awful this year. And I'm, uh, I, th- I actually think this is two teams that we will not 
I, well, in my view, I don't think Cronulla is going to be as amazing as everyone thinks. And I think this is going to be one of those cheeky sleeper games where we're going to see one of these te- teams play so good and everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, the Sharks are going to be massive this year. Or, oh, Ricky's turning around for Cronulla, when in reality, I don't think these teams are making the eight. Hey, Shad, <laughs> d- Shad, just before you start balancing a beach ball on your nose and become a full-blown dolphin, <laughs> mate, your Warriors take on my Dragons. Mate, I reckon you guys are in trouble. That's what I reckon. All right, I think you guys have been hyping up this year like it's going to go so well. And before I switch to the true red and white coloured team of NRL in 2023, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued to see what happens with the Warriors, actually, because I'm not a biggest fan of a lot of their signings. I feel like they've signed some people in positions we didn't really need them in. Mm. But let's, like, let's see. Come on, Sean Johnson. You reckon you're going to come back and be you know, the player that you once were or lead our team around. We've got the mm. forwards to do it. They just need to step up and actually run the football hard. If we do that, it's just like any other game. We've got the outside backs that can beat you guys. So it's a, There's some interesting games across the weekend. The other one that really sort of uh, – I'm going to try and watch as many as I possibly can. I think the Roosters will be good to watch. But uh, the Cowboys taking on this new Bulldogs team and – that second trial match against the Sharks, they were literal turnstiles. So unless they can man up, I think the Cowboys will be off to a, a, a positive start. May the biggest thing for the Cowboys is the hammer. The hammer moving into fullback and finally biting the bullet and going, oh, well, we're just going to put a million dollars out in the centres, I think is mm. the best thing that they've, the best decision they've made. You want to talk mm. about hot seat, though. You were saying Kevin Walters in hot seat. He just signed an extension for another year. Yeah, no. The real hot seat, I reckon, is definitely up in North Queensland. Uh, right now because there is like signing issues there. There's salary cap issues peeking their head around the corner. I mean, there's a big issue up in the Cowboys if they can't figure it out. Yeah, I think Trent Barrett's on a reasonably warm chair himself, to be honest. Well, I'll tell you what, it's probably it's probably the battle of the hot butts up there, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Just to That's kick off bad. the season. That might be. That might Mate, be. If he, lo- if he loses two games, Timmy, at uh, I think uh, Trent, he'll steal his hubcaps, mate, I reckon, out there. We are blue, we are white, we are dynamite bulldogs. Shad, we uh, love having the footy back. Uh, All the best uh, with the – just give us those details again for any of our South Australian listeners that want to get along to some great comedy. Oh, mate, it's called Shad and Pete Save the World. It's at the Howling Hour just off Rundle Street there. So if you want to come and check it out, go to Fringe Ticks, grab some tickets. Good on you, Shad. Great show, that one, mate. Too easy, guys. Coming up on Afternoon Sport, all the latest AFL UFC with Melbourne comedian Luca Muller. Friday, fun day. We absolutely love it. Let's get to Melbourne comedian Luca Muller. Luca, now we have to wait a week for the AFL to start proper next Wednesday, but I know so many fans are rich in anticipation. All you Melbourne Demons fans can't wait to see your premiership winners in the flesh. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty exciting, especially now that the practice matches are over. It feels like everything that needs to be done is done and we're ready to kick off next Wednesday. Now, quick first question, Luca. Buddy, will he kick his five goals to get into a thousand in game one? Or will it drag on for, for weeks and weeks and weeks? I reckon it'll drag on. Maybe week two or three, but it's going to be a massive moment, hey? That's pretty sweet. What are some of the things to watch in round one? Because I know I was speak, uh, speaking to friends of mine, particularly some of my Melbourne friends who just cannot wait for it to start. Yeah, it's pretty exciting, especially, you know, the idea that we're sort of on the end of this uh, COVID thing and we're probably going to be able to see a lot of games this year and be back in it. It's pretty bloody good. 
Um, so, yeah, I've got a little list of five things to watch for over the first round here. Number five, uh, the Carlton Blues, worth keeping an eye on. They've been, obviously, cellar-dwelling for years and years, but it finally seems like they've sort of put together a good enough squad and have got a new coach there, Michael Voss, um, obviously led by superstar Patrick Cripps. I reckon this is the year that they'll be actually pushing for finals. And so they pay Richmond on Thursday night. That'll be a big scalp if they can get that and we'll get their season off to a good start. What else should we look out for, Luca? Round one. Uh, there's some new rules coming in, as the AFL always does. Every uh, off-season, they pick a few new rules to try and highlight and pay attention to. The big one that got a lot of attention during the practice games was this new rule about uh, belittling or talking down to the umpires. I don't know if you saw any of that, but in their pracky against Carlton, Melbourne gave away about two kilometres in 50-metre penalties. It was brutal. Um, but yes, this this was a quote from umpire Gavin, who gave away a few against Melbourne. This is against Adam Tomlinson. This is a quote from him describing what happened for him to give away the 50. Uh, Tomlinson was pointing up at the scoreboard, asking me to watch back the free kick. I thought, that's all right. He's just questioning my decision a little bit, but he's not belittling me. Then he started watching the replay and he had a little chuckle to himself. And I thought, oh, he's belittling me. So I paid 50 meters. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> mate, you know how I feel gonna... about that? You paid your match fees. You can belittle the umpires if you want. Anything else got you rich in anticipation, mate, about round one? <laughs> um, I'm keen to watch the Gold Coast Suns. I reckon this might be... I don't think they'll make finals or anything, but I reckon finally there might be some positivity around that project. They've got... Everyone's favourite red nut, Matty Rowell and uh, Ben King, their big full forwards, just signed a new contract for $1.5 million. So I think, you know, hopefully they can get it going. Otherwise, if they don't, they could be the Hobart Suns before too long, but we'll see how that goes. There you go, mate. Now, uh, just quickly, the Champions League, the knockout round, what's happening there? Yeah, yeah. So the first round of knockouts in the Champions League went down this week with uh, Liverpool, Man City, Bayern Munich all getting through and uh, Real Madrid beating PSG in a, in a thriller. But I don't know if you saw this, the big breaking news just overnight was uh, Chelsea has had all their sort of assets frozen. Have you talked about that already on the pod? Or? No, we haven't, but it's a massive subject, isn't it? Uh, Abramovich, uh, $17 billion uh, all, in all, aren't they? They're being frozen. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, for those who don't know, he's a one of these Russian oligarchs who's sort of, you know, at the centre of this conflict in Ukraine. And he owns Chelsea, 100% ownership. And so the UK government's put the squeeze on him, really. So can't sell tickets, can't sell merch, can't really travel the squad. They've got a super restricted budget, can't move players around. It's um, going to be pretty wild to see how that develops, I reckon. Well, yeah, so they're saying that they're, they're trying to get uh, uh, special compensation now from the league itself to even just be able to put the games on. Yeah, exactly. And obviously yeah. he's looking to sell the club but I don't know how quick you can get that done or how it's going to look so yeah Chelsea might be in some hot water for a while yeah absolutely one of the biggest brands in in world sport to be honest now UFC Ty Tuivasa in talks for a new fight mate yes yes I talked about him uh, last time I covered the UFC on the pod he got a win over Derek Derek Lewis last time second round KO uh, in a bit of an upset there. And so he's in talks now to fight Stipe Miocic, who's a former UFC champ and sort of one of the guys that's always in the conversation when people talk about who's the best UFC heavyweight ever. Uh, so it's a pretty massive fight. Big step up for Ty, but they're nothing confirmed yet, but they're looking for early July for that one. So get your shoes ready, boys, and get a beer and let's do it. Fantastic. And Luke, are you, are you doing any shows at the moment? Yeah, any chance you're going to come to Sydney, mate, so we can see you uh, in person? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll be up in Sydney in, uh, in about the middle of May doing the Sydney Comedy Festival. Check out their website for that. Uh, I'm in Bendigo at the moment. It's good to see the bank in its natural environment. That was fun. And then... <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Are we off to Wangaratta and Wodonga? It's all happening, mate. It's very good to be back. Uh, good on you, mate. Well, all the best with that. I love Wangaratta, Wodonga, the whole Victorian Alps. That whole area is sensational. So you can get a bit of vicarious pleasure as you do your work. Good on you, Luca. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Talk to you soon. Go the red legs. See you, mate. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you today to Shad Wicker and to Luca Muller and our wonderful sponsors. Our wonderful sponsor and O'Brien Beer, Timmy, the beer that loves your back. I love it. And our great producer, Mr. Dan McHugh. We're back on Monday with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.